Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN. That's rather cavalier. Give us a five star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now, let's get to it. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Tay Boy Fresh, Big G in the building to break down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's basketball season. It is time to get the podcast in for That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Fans First Sports Network. Sitting here with my boy Tay Boy Fresh, two of the dynamic duo in the building, and we're going to talk some Cavs basketball real quick. Hey, but Tay, what's going on with you, bro? What's crack a lacking, man? What's up, Big G? Not too much, man. You know it's eight days till tip-off, man. A week from Wednesday, the Cavs, the Cavs go to Brooklyn. Big facts. Yeah, they go, they go to Brooklyn a week from Wednesday to open up the season. So looking forward to it. We're gonna get in today is just briefly recap the two preseason games they have had thus far. They play uh they play Indiana Friday night, this Friday coming. Facts. In Indiana. Um, I think that's their last preseason game. Yeah. But they've played two thus far. The first one was on the 10th of October, Tuesday, yep. last Tuesday. Yep. They lost to the Atlanta Hawks 108-107. Yeah. Yeah. And the other game was – was uh Thursday the twelfth, two two days later. Yeah. They played the Orlando Magic. They lost the 108 to 105. Yeah. Yeah. But you two know close games. Yeah, two close two games. Two close games. Yeah. But it's not really about the score of a preseason game, right? I mean we we big football fans. We know our preseason goals. We know what you're looking for preseason preseason is seeing things being corrected and worked on. And trending in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Definitely for sure, Tate. I, I think that what we've seen out of the Cavs so far, because I, you know, I, I really watched that first quarter play of what's going on with the Cavs to this point. 
And the Cavs have shown some type of continuity as far as a lineup is concerned in those first couple of games. I think that Bickerstaff has definitely went three-point centric for the Cavs. Where last year, we might not have seen as many threes getting chucked up there. The Cavs are shooting threes, man. You know, and they're providing spacing on the floor because it's about getting the ball to Mobley when we need him down the stretch. And I think you saw that in the first two preseason games. What do you think, Tate? Yeah, man, the floor is more open. They they playing with more with more intention, intentionality. Yeah. They playing with pace. Yeah. Um they only shot in the first game against Orlando. They only shot 27% from 3. Facts. Horrible. But at least they're chucking <laughs> it up there, you know. Yeah, they took they took 48. Yeah, 48 threes. Wow. Woo. 48 of their 86 86 shots were three-point shots. Yeah, yeah. So in today's today's game, the modern NBA, you gotta be able to to shoot the three ball. It's a big part of today's game, man. Yeah, facts, facts, and I, that's the difference in the Cavs from last year to this year. Cleveland last year did play with some pace, but I don't just like we've had cold preseason games and shooting. But the issue is, like you said, half the dang old shots that they're shooting is threes. So that's going to be a theme that's going to carry moving forward with the Cavs into the regular season. The three balls in play, and I think we have the players now to do it, especially with Struess. I mean, he was ice cold the other day from the field, but that joker was chucking that bad baby up there, Tate. What you what you think about that? And with Struess and the rest of the Cavs shooting way more threes. Yeah, well, Struess was one of four from three-point game against the Hawks in the game last Tuesday. Yeah. But you can see, you can see the gravity he provides on the floor. Yeah. When he when, when he runs off is in motion, runs off picks and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the defense has to respect him and follow him. Yeah. Versus last year, we had Isaac Okoro in that position. No respect. Just let him run around the run around the offensive set, and you don't really care where he goes as long as he's not at the basket. Yeah. Agreed. So Struce brings that certain gravity to the Cavs. Um, I'm looking. Like the starters, the main the main starters, Mobley, Struess, and Le, well, Levert. Levert did start because Jared Jared Allen didn't play. Practice. They were they were one for four from the three point line. Yeah, yeah. Darius Garden, Darius Garland was zero for five. Yeah, couldn't hit the broad side of a building, <laughs> without a doubt. Surprisingly, though, off the bench, Isaac Okoro was two for four. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Dean Wade is back. He was two for five. Ty Jerome was zero for one. Yeah, Sam Merrill, the the star of the uh, summer league, was two for eight. Yeah, Imani Bates, forty percent, two for five, not bad. Facts, facts. Scored ten points in fourteen minutes, two rebounds, no assists, one block, one steal. Yeah, so. Imani Bay played really well. Man, Tate, that's that might even just transition us into, you know, the subject of the evening for the Cavaliers because I think that the changes of the offensive strategy for the class, for the Cavs to go up and down the floor, provide spacing, is going to set it up perfectly for a slasher. You know, we've been saying, man, he's not really ready to do and go and all whatever else, but Tate, Imani Bates has been the preseason player 
as of right now. Bates is bowling. So do you think that he works his way into the rotation for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, Well, against Orlando last Thursday on the 12th, played 12 minutes, a little less minutes, two more points, 12 points, four rebounds, uh, three of six from three-point range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a couple of nice corner threes. I think I think ultimately by the time the season, yeah. Ultimately by the time the, the, the season gets good and going, maybe by the all-star break, I think he he will be maybe like ninth man off the bench. Yeah. Just because of his ability to shot create. Yeah. Uh score the ball and hit the open three. And if he gets a little stronger. They can really use his his, his six six nine frame yeah. and long arm just to deflect and pass in lanes and help out defensively. Yeah, I mean, I think he got a bad rap coming out. I mean, we keep in mind he's a nineteen year old kid. Yeah, he's had the spotlight on since he was twelve years old. Yeah, he's really good, man. He's really he's really been, I think, more than what Cleveland was expecting. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I, I think that and see what I'm interested to see. And it's preseason moving forward. I want to see, because there's got to be a game where, you know, you know how the preseason goes, where you got to tune it up a little bit and get ready for play next Wednesday. So I think there's going to be a game coming up here where you're going to see Garland, Mitchell, Mobley play extended minutes, and you might see Bates in the mix with them. And so if you see him in the mix and he's able to out there and provide that spacing on the floor and slash to the basket – Hey, I'm not saying he's a starter, but I'm saying he's earned minutes on that rotation, which is going to take minutes away from maybe a Karis LeVert. You know, maybe. We don't know because 6'9 well, athletic ability you can't teach. Yeah, I think I think he just becomes best case scenario, he becomes a he becomes a third man on the bench. Yeah. I mean, you got LeVert one. You probably got Niang too because of the shooting. Facts. And you probably going to roll with Okoro. So maybe the third or fourth. In that mix with Okoro. When they need defense, they put Okoro in. Yeah. When they need offense, they put Bates in. Yeah. yeah. But he definitely could work himself into a potential. Again, after All-Star break, he needs time to, to make take a few road trips, see the NBA all through uh, November, December, see how it works. And then, then go ahead and let, let him get his feet wet. Man, without a shadow of a doubt, man. I think that – Tate, now I got to say this before we take a quick commercial break, man. The young nucleus of the Cavs is unbelievable. If, if Imani Bates turns into what we think he's going to be, with Mobley Bates, with a Garland, with Mitchell, who's still relatively young, I mean, we got a lot going on right there with all-star power across the board for the Cavs. What's I agree. Think, yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly, Big G. I mean, yeah. and that's not even talking about some of the bench pieces like Okoro, Niang, yeah. uh, uh, Porter, Porter yeah. Jr., Craig Porter Jr. Yeah, Craig Porter yeah. Jr. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, those guys are really good young players, man. And a lot of the uh, Bleacher Report did a split thing with, with some of the NBA writers, had them pick the Eastern Conference and and five out of six of them, I believe, the writers, each writer picked the Cavs to finish third in the East. One of them yeah. picked to finish second. One of them picked to finish fourth. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that. So they right there in that top tier of the East. Yeah, and that's saying a lot moving forward for the Cavs. But hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We got to pay some bills. We're going to pause for about 10 seconds, give you a commercial, and come back and do the wrap-up for That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Fans First Sports Network. That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Rocking out with two of the boys in the building. You know, we got a four-man rotation going on, but me and Tay Boy Fresh is in here doing the thing. Shout out to our boy, Relly Hall. We hope you're recovering. Everything's good for you, man. Sweet tea, we'll see you when we see you. But we're doing the thing on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, which you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Tay, we're doing a wrap-up show. The Cavs have... 0-2 in the preseason. What we got going on with this game moving forward with the Cavs this week? Well, like I said, the game Friday is against the Pacers in Indiana. Tough place to play. Yeah, Indiana's a good young team. Tyrese Halliburton still got uh, Turner. Yeah. What's Turner's name? Miles Turner. Yeah. Text Miles. Yeah, still got Miles Turner. Still got Buddy Hill, even though them, them could be trade bait. I'm gonna be mad if we got in on that trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, man, if you if if you could get Buddy Hill for a Coro and and Allen, shipped. You, you know how much how much shooting and space that offers on the floor for Garden Mitchell. If you add, because we know Miles Turner is a is is a defensive player. He's led yeah. the league in block shots a couple times. Yes. But he can hit the three. Yeah. So pair him up with Mobley. Have Buddy Hill come off the bench with Karis Levert and that, that just extra shooting, shooting yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That would that. I like that. I like that. But go ahead. Yeah. No. Indiana has a good young team, man. Rich Carlisle is a good coach, been around a long time. Uh. So yeah. So I, I imagine the starters probably. I don't think Jared Allen at the earliest will be back for the season opener, which is a week from Wednesday, because all reports said initially he was going to be out at least two weeks. Yeah. It's probably been about a week and a half, but now ain't no sense in trying to rush him back to play Friday. What you do is just let him come and play next Wednesday against the Brooklyn and then against the Brooklyn Nets and try and uh, work his way back in the, you know, shape over the course, you know, play spot minutes. Start, let him start, but playing 15, 18 minutes a night, for the first three or four games till he get up to he gets up to speed, then we just you know cut him loose. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I look for that to be a competitive last preseason game before we go into Brooklyn on the twenty fifth of October. Yeah. Uh, that'll be Brooklyn's a good young team, man. They don't have the firepower they had with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden in the bunch, but man, Ben Simmons is looking good now. Yeah. You got that boy. Uh, Brooklyn Bridges, Miles Bridges. Yeah. The kid Cam Johnson can knock down the three from got him in the Kevin Durant trade. Yes, sir. And Jock Vaughn's doing a good job. And Finn's got a good young team. They they could be my sleeper for that sixth seed this year. For the Brooklyn. For Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, I think yeah. they can get maybe just get out that playoff, play in, 
round of games, which you got to be the sixth seed to get that. I think they can be, compete for the sixth seed on paper, the way they look. I don't, I don't disagree at all. I think that Brooklyn has an opportunity to be a super sleeper team this year in the East, and I, I wouldn't be shocked if they were a top five. There's no doubt in my mind because of the players that they have and their ability to score the basketball. I, you know, up and down, up and down the floor, running, shooting. Miles Bridges is definitely going to be an all-star this year for the NBA East. So we start the season out with a bang in Cleveland. You know, and Tate, me and you've talked about this on the podcast before, and I'm, we're going to reemphasize it again one more time. The first 10 games for the Cleveland Cavaliers are critical. We have to get off to a fast start. We cannot be sitting five and five with ten in. We need to go six well, and four or better those first ten, without a shadow of a doubt. Let's go through the first five. Got you. you. Tell me what you think. You just say win loss. We can go the first five. Sure. But we can do the first ten if you want, real quick. Go ahead, shoot it. Nets at Nets. Oh, could be a loss. Uh, home versus OKC. Woo! Well, we should win. I hope we win. But that's going to be a rough one. Home, home, home versus the Pacers. Oh, another rough one. That's going to be a win. 2-1. Home versus the Knicks on Halloween. Oh, Lord. Why do we uh, start off so hard? The, the New York Knicks, we got to win that game, man. That's a revenge game. So let's give me give me, give me, me the 3-1. That's the most important game yeah. of the first 10, just to to show the yeah, y'all beat us last year, y'all bullied us last year, but we back. Yeah, fact. so just from a from a mindset standpoint, I feel like that game's probably the most important in the first team. Yeah. yeah. After the Knicks, you say three and one there. Yeah. After, after the Knicks, you got the Pacers again at the Pacers. I think that's a dub four and one. Home for the Warriors. <laughs> well, they, there's no Draymond Green. So and they're, they're the smallest team in the league. The issue is they're going to try to run us off the floor by shooting threes. We can't get sucked into that. We should beat them. So give me that final one. Uh, I said home for the Warriors. It was away at the Warriors, though. I'm sorry. Oh, that could be an L. I'll <laughs> flip that. Flip that. That goes in an L. Or yeah. Uh, then they travel down down the coast a little bit to Sacramento, the Kings. Uh, could be a loss. Sacramento was the hottest team in basketball last year for the West Coast during the regular season. So, and they have a team out there. Sacramento is not your mom and pop. Sacramento, ladies and gentlemen, they can ball. So they yeah, can ball. Three. yeah. Then they they go to the Trailblazers. That's a dub. Too young, too young, too early. Five, <laughs> five and three. Then they uh, come home to the Pistons. That's a dub. Six and three. Then they are at home. That Pistons game is on a Friday. Then Sunday they are home against the defending champion Denver Nuggets. See what I'm saying? Six and four in the face. And with probably, in my opinion, a top ten schedule to start off the season. The Cavaliers got to play. They got to play. They're playing West Coast early, not having to face a lot of East Coast contenders. We cannot afford to get off of anything less than six and four, without a shadow of a doubt. Tate, that's that's what I'm thinking. What you thinking? I probably see. I mean, because the Cavs are, are going to be dynamic, right? I mean, you got Garland, Mitchell, yeah, Moby Allen, yeah. I can see them 
beating beating they'll they'll win one of those games either at Warriors or at Kings. Okay. So that's seven and three. Okay. I'm just looking at the losses you had. Um Wow, they play, they do play they play the Warriors twice. They play yeah. the Warriors home and away. You got a split in that? Yep. A split. Okay. Now, so I got them beating the Warriors at home, then losing the Warriors, then beating the Kings on the road. Okay. But we'll, we'll, we'll say it like that. But yeah, so I can see seven and three. If they yeah. mess around and catch catch our Denver slipping. Maybe eight two. And, and, and I think I probably got them be, beating Brooklyn too, the first game. Oh. So yeah. you, you look at the Cavs being eight and two, maybe nine and one after the first ten. Yeah, eight, eight and two. Eight and two. That's where I'm at. Hey man. The hey, if if they're able to survive the gauntlet of that early ten game schedule and be eight and two, that definitely puts Cleveland in position to contend for the East. But a slow start, Tate, we're looking around, looking around. We might be trading way before the All-Star break because we just can't afford to get off to that start with teams like Milwaukee and like Boston in the East. We got to play. And Philadelphia is no slouch now. Look out now. They're no slouch. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, Just, just to mention before we get out of here, in the last game against Orlando, Darius Garland scored uh, 16 or 17 of his 19 points in the first quarter. Yeah. So that's that, that was that was big. And he did it in trying to many minutes he played. Oh, he did it in 17 minutes, so less than a quarter and a half. Yeah. Uh yeah. wow. Wonder why he played 17 minutes. Donald Mitchell played 29. But yeah, so Garland had a great game, and then Dean Wade off the bench came in. 14.6 boards. Yeah. The big thing, though, was he was 4-6 from three. That's what we need. If they can get Dean Wade playing like they thought the Dean Wade they was going to get when they signed him last year and cut Kevin Love, let Kevin Love go, trade Kevin Love. Yeah. Or let him let him buy, buy out Kevin Love is what they did. But Coral can be a viable piece off that bench, especially if he's locked down to three, man. Yeah. I mean, he's 6-9, he's probably 230. Nice, solid defender, was a really good player at Kansas State, was Kansas basketball player of the year, I believe, in 2018. Facts. So, Dean Wade has talent. He would have been a, probably a first-round draft pick had he not been dealing with injury and he went undrafted. Yeah. But he's he's a really good player. And Isaac Okoro didn't do a lot. Only shot one of five from the field, but he had three rebounds and four assists and one steal. So he was playing really, really, really good basketball on the defensive end. That's what we need from Okoro. Yeah. If he can knock down one or two open shots a game just to make teams respect you, when they close out, drive to the basket and kick. I mean, because he had four assists in the game against Orlando. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's that, that's that's his blueprint. That's what we need from him. Yeah. Tate Boy Fresh, I am super excited about this Cavalier season. Yeah, man. man. I'm really excited. I'm so glad we're here. This is the most wonderful time of the year. You got football. You got baseball playoffs. You got college football leveling up. You got a lot going on with sports. Not but there's, on, nothing like, there's nothing like kicking it off with the NBA season. So before we get out of here, Tate, you got anything you want to leave our listeners out there? Nah, man. Just the fact that, you know, I'm excited about basketball season myself. I'm expecting a great season from the Cavs. 
Uh, I don't know that the great season means a championship, but as long as they compete, long as they in the fight and they fighting hard to make it to the second round of the playoffs, anything better than that is probably still a year ahead of schedule, and then they'd be ready for the next year. But uh, yeah, Big G, I, to tell us about why before you go, because we've talked about this, and be quick with it. Don't don't do your long winded bloviations. You know how you get. Yeah, but tell us, tell to tell us what you see in Phoenix, man. They got you picking them this year. There's no answer for Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and Kevin Durant. There's not an answer in the league that's got that. Mm. And the trade for, believe it or not, to get DeAndre Ayton out of there and bring in the center from Portland, Portland. along with the bench help that they got with that trade. Hey, Amen. Barn I tell injury, you what, man. I like Phoenix, man. I watched a little bit of them the other day. They was on. Um, I watched some highlights or something, but I didn't. I forgot they had Aaron Gordon too. Aaron Facts. Gordon. Facts. He ain't nothing yeah. but a little, little, little chubby floor spreader. He's a he's a sniper. He's open past half court. He's wide yeah. open. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, so I, you're gonna see big minutes from that tape for sure. But that's why I like Phoenix. I can even see a lineup they could play him as some as some lead guard, not point guard per se, uh-huh. but put him out there with Bill Booker, Durant, and Nurchich. And Nurchich is a great big man passer. Yes. They, yes. I can see Phoenix being a problem. You know, I still got got the Lake Show, all about the King for me. You know, yeah. but yeah, Phoenix gonna be really really good though. Yeah, facts. But yeah, I just, I just want. I just wanted you to share your thoughts on how you saw how Phoenix, how you saw Phoenix going to be, how you thought Phoenix was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Pulling one of those Gishradamases early, man. You know how we get out with the NBA NBA talk around here. Yeah, I know, I know you picked the winner last year. You picked Denver early. Yeah. About this time of year, you picked the Nuggets. Nobody else was nobody else was on them, I don't think, Big G. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so this this is just the, the kind of quality assessments and breakdowns and analysis and predictions you get here from that's rather cavalier. The homie G Stradamus, he always got something for you. Facts. Hey, so thank you guys for rocking with us and listening to me and Tate Boy Fresh. Don't forget about the other guys that will rock out on our squad, Sweet Tea, Relly Hall. We're going to be bringing you Cavs content all season long. For that's rather cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers, that we can listen to on Fans First Sports Network. For Big G, for Tape Boy Fresh, we're out of here. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.